Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to today's podcast. It is Wednesday, January 5th, 2022. And um, so glad to have you guys on. And as I was just sharing with the Facebook uh, crew, I feel 100% better. Thank you guys for your prayers and your encouragement over the last few weeks, just uh, being under the weather a little bit with, uh, with the virus. Um, but I am doing great. I'm so much better. So thank you so much. And uh, Hope you guys are doing well. Those of you that may be still, you know, struggling with some illness, pray you recover quickly. I know many people are. Um, and so just uh, pray that you guys uh, bounce back quick. Um, Christy's improving as well. So thank you for your continued prayers for her as well. And uh, yeah, we're trucking through it, man. Trucking through it. So today's January 5th. It is uh, Epiphany Eve. Yeah. Tomorrow's Epiphany, uh, the time where, uh, particularly the Eastern Church, um, has spent some time just celebrating um, the uh, the baptism of Jesus, as well as the uh, the Magi uh, bringing gifts. So, um, but primarily, it's about the birth or the baptism of Jesus by John the Baptist in the Jordan River. So tomorrow, big celebration in Tarpon Springs. Um, as I was saying yesterday, it's the first year in a, in a few years that they've actually they're going to actually allow um, full crowds to be there. So there should be a, a good turnout for that. Um, so that'll be tomorrow, January sixth. And uh, that the reason, reason I brought that up is because of our readings, we have special readings for January sixth. So tomorrow, tomorrow, if you're following the Minister's Prayer Guide, um, that this week in between Christmas and Easter has specific readings. And then on Epiphany, January 6th, it's, uh, there are specific readings for that day. So we'll switch a little bit tomorrow, read, read, uh, read uh, according to the, to the guide that we're following, and um, it'll be good. Today, like the readings selected for today, man. These are good. So today, we're going to be reading Joshua 1, 9, uh, chapter 1, verses 1 through 9, Hebrews chapter 11, uh, verses 32 through 12, 2, and then John chapter 15. 1 through 16. Love those. All those were awesome. Awesome. Awesome verses. Uh, so thanks for being on today. You know what we do. We read, we pray, we change the world. And so uh, we're going to we're gonna read. See what the Word of God has to say to us today uh, as we approach His Word and um, open our hearts up to be changed by it, to be inspired by it. Welcome, everybody. So glad you guys are on. Hope you guys are doing fantastic today. Let's do it. Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. Here we go. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses's aide. I always, always kind of, <clears throat> you know, kind of chuckle at the opening line. It's not, there's no accident, guys, the way this is written, uh, of course, right? But you got Joshua, you got the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord. And then you've got, uh, Joshua, 
Moses's aide. It's sort of like the uh, the assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> you got <laughs> to your office fans. You know, it's the assistant to the regional manager. You got you got Moses, who is the servant of Yahweh, servant of the Lord, and you got uh, Joshua, Moses's aide. Like you got big shoes to fill. Verse two, Moses, my servant is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as a promise, as I promised to Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert of Lebanon and from the great river the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. Wow. So, um, this is Joshua's calling, right? Joshua's calling to uh, lead the children of Israel after the death of Moses. This is a somber time, right? Uh, God is speaking to Joshua, Moses' aid, because Moses, the, uh, the, uh, the stalwart figure, servant of the Lord, is dead. He's gone. He, he's not around anymore. Superman ain't coming to save you, <laughs> basically, right? Man. Okay, guys, here's the thing. What is it in your life right now that you're waiting for someone else to do? Um, you know, this is a good challenge for us. Like, what are the things in our lives we need to change? And, we're, you know, we, we've been waiting for someone else to fix it, for, for this to change, for someone else to take initiative, for someone else to do it, someone, for the Moses, you know, the Moses figure to take care of it. Maybe that Moses figure is a, is a parent. Maybe it's a spouse. Maybe it's a uh, rich uncle. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, hey, listen to what Joshua had to realize. Joshua, God spoke to him very clearly. Moses ain't coming. May, Moses ain't coming. Moses, the servant of the Lord, as awesome and incredible as he was, he's gone. We have to learn this in the church over and over, guys, because we, we look back at past generations and we think, man, if we could just get back to the good old days, back to the way it used to be, man, when it was so good. I wish, you know, when my grandparents were this and when this guy was that and when that pastor was here and that ministry team, look, man, the good old days. Look, that's it's gone. Moses is dead. And today, today's a new day. And you got to take the territory that God gives you. And if you're gonna if, you're, if we're gonna take the territory, we got to get moving. We got to get moving. We can't expect Moses, huh? We can't expect Moses to do it. We gotta do it. So um, but, but we're not alone, right? We're not alone. Listen to what he says. He says, I'm going to, no one will be able to stand against you. Verse five, all the days of your life. Watch this. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Somebody may need to hear that today. You, you may have a challenge. You know, you got this thing that you need to go after. Maybe there's a, you know, some change in your life. Maybe some, uh, some opportunities you need to take advantage of. And you think, I don't, I mean, I don't know if I can. You can do it. God is with you. As God is with the other faithful in the past, he's with you. That's what he's telling Joshua. Just like I was, look, remember, what made the difference in Moses' life wasn't Moses. What made the difference in Moses was, G, was God. 
Moses was just as scared when God called him. Remember we read yesterday, Moses was like, I don't, I don't know how to, what if they don't believe me? If, if I'm, if we go to Pharaoh and tell them that you sent me, how will they know? I, I need some signs. And God said, I will be with you. I'll give you signs. I'll do whatever it needs to take, whatever it takes. I'll be, I'll be there. I'll do it. And here again, he's telling Joshua the same, essentially the same thing. I will never leave you. I'm the difference maker. Dang. Hope you know that today. God is on your side and he's, He's the difference maker, or I should say it this way. When we're on God's side, when we're doing what God wants us to do, um, he promises to be with us. He promises to do immeasurably more than ever, than anything we could ever ask or imagine. He will. And I will never leave you nor forsake you. Man, you need to know that. Whatever face you see this year, know this. God's never going to leave you. He ain't going nowhere. God's here at the beginning of 22. He's going to be here at the end. When the ball drops to go to 23, he's there. <laughs> he's going to be there. He's going to be there. He's going to be there this summer. He's going to be there in the fall. He's going to be there next Christmas. He ain't going anywhere. He will be with us. Thank God. Yeah. So here, what we got to do, though. Look, the next part's important, verse 7. So here, you know, God just lays out reality. Look, Moses is dead. If you... Here's what we got to know. Sometimes, if we need change in our lives, we got to do. We got to take some initiative. And sometimes God calls us to do something. We can't expect people in the past to do it. You know, this generation needs the Jesus. You know, the generation right now needs Jesus. Yesterday's vision ain't enough. Oh, come on, come on. Yesterday's vision ain't enough. Yesterday's vision ain't enough. And it's not enough for your family. It's not enough for your vocation. It's not enough for the church. The vision of the nineteen 90s ain't enough. It needs. We need a fresh wind of the spirit to win this generation. And who's going to do it? We are. We are. Well, I just wish they'd bring back that other guy. He was real good. <laughs> I wish they. I wish they bring back that other guy. He was real good. I bet he could. I bet he could win this generation to Jesus. No, we ain't, that guy ain't coming back. <laughs> he ain't coming back. <laughs> so it's up to us. <laughs> but watch. That's what we got to do, though. Verse 6, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Wow. Be strong. No, 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 no. It's a good word for it. He didn't say pray about being strong. <laughs> He's, you know, he didn't say pray, pray about being courageous. <laughs> right? He said, you know, ask Jesus, ask Jesus if you could be courageous. No, he said, said, be courageous. You know, God, I believe this, man. God's got things for you. He's got things for me. He's got greater levels of faithfulness and devotion and reward that we can step into. But you know what? You know what, though? It's going to take courage. You got to be courageous. You can't just, we can't just sit back and, ask, and expect God to do it or Moses to do it for us. You got to be courageous. Because you will lead these people and inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Now, Joshua, he gonna who's gonna have some who's gonna have a battle ahead of him. You know, look, you know, if God if God tells you to be strong and courageous, guess what? You're gonna have to be strong and courageous. <laughs> if if God is saying telling you over and over, be courageous, be strong, guess what? You're about to enter a battle. Mm. Right? God ain't gonna tell you to be 
bold and courageous if you, it's going to take uh, weakness and timidity to get through. <laughs> the reason he's saying be strong and courageous is because it's going to take a lot of strength. It's going to take a lot of courage. But he's always with us, and he never leaves us or forsakes us. Praise God. Um, do not be, or uh, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Just like I was with Moses. God's going to be with you wherever you go this year. Wherever you go today. Every place you step your foot, guess what? God's already there. Mm, he's already there. He's already he already ahead of you today. Like, you man, I woke up early today. You didn't wake up earlier than God. <laughs> You're like, I woke up early today. I, Terry, it's New Year, new me. I'm getting up early. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be praying. You don't even understand, Terry, how much I'm praying right now. You talking, I'm praying. I got up so early. You didn't get up earlier than God. You didn't get up earlier than God. God been up all the time. He ahead of us. He always ahead of us. You didn't get ahead of God. It's a good reminder. He's always ahead of us. He's always ahead of you, and he loves you. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you everywhere you go. I go to the highest highest heights, he's there. I go to the deepest depths, he's there. East, west, he there. He there. I'm like, man, he, but, you know, Pastor Terry, I'm from, from a pretty obscure place of the world. You think you think Jesus even in this crazy place? <laughs> you think I don't know. Some of you in some towns, you're like, I don't even think this this place ain't even on the map. You got to get a really high definition map to find this place. You think Jesus is here? Yeah, he there. He already there. He been there. <laughs> he, he been there. He been there. There's some chickens. There's some chickens. Uh, all right, Hebrews chapter eleven. Hebrews chapter eleven. Hey, tell you what, we take the word of God seriously, but you got to laugh at yourself, man. You got to laugh at yourself sometimes. Hebrews chapter 11, beginning at verse 32, it would go. Still in the faith chapter, y'all. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell you about Gideon, uh, Barak, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, and David, and Samuel, and the prophets who through the conquered kingdoms administered justice and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength. Oh, come on now. See? You see what's happening right here? Joshua, be strong and courageous. Word to you and me, we got to be courageous. We got to go. We might feel weak, we might feel intimidated, we might feel like that we're not sufficient, but here in the Word of God in Hebrews chapter 11, it's reminding us, look, all those people who did great things for God, they didn't feel like they could do it either. But look what they did. They fought back fiery flames, they shut the mouths of lions. How'd they do it? Not through their own strength, through their own, their, but their weaknesses were turned to strength by Jesus. Mm. Yeah, man. Don't don't doubt what God can do through you, man. He can. If you look back over your life, I guarantee you, you'll see some things God did through you that you never thought you could do on your own. And you couldn't. Truthfully, couldn't. Couldn't have done it on your own. They became powerful in battle and routed foreign 
<clears throat> armies, excuse me, women received back their dead, raised to life again. There were others who were tortured, refused to be, uh, refusing to be released so that they might gain an even better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. Look, he's talking about this, this the hall of faith, all these people that we revere. They didn't go through easy days. They went through some difficult days. But God was with them. Some of you may be going through some difficult times. You know what? God's building your testimony. I know that don't always, that don't that doesn't always bring a lot of immediate encouragement. I get that. When you're going through a battle, just knowing that it's going to be a testimony down the road doesn't always, you know, doesn't always make you feel good. Doesn't take the pain away. I get it. I get it. I've been there, man. But you but we need to be reminded of that. That um that God's going to use it. He's going to use our pain. He's going to use our suffering. He's going to use our trials to inspire faith in others. And there's not much better uh, blessing than that, than to know that your trial, to know what you've gone through can help somebody else. I mean, that's, that's what it's about, man. Verse 37, these faithful people, they were put to death by stoning. They were sawed in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. Ooh, ooh, mm. The world wasn't worthy of them. Mm. That just makes you make one of them faces like, ooh, man. You know what I'm talking about? Ooh, mm, mm, mm. The world wasn't worthy of them. They faced persecution. They People didn't get them. People didn't understand. They faced intense persecution. But God was faithful, man. Verse 39, these were all commanded, commended, sorry, these were all commended. They were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised since God had been planning something better for us so that only together with us would they be made perfect. Mm. We're going to we're all entering into this relationship, all the into this rest. Hebrews talks about rest as salvation as rest. We always we all enter the Sabbath rest together. All of the righteous through Christ. Verse twelve. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, oh, this is good, guys. This is good. So here's the here's the here's the here's the line of logic here. So whatever God's calling you to do, it's going to take courage. It's going to take uh, it's going to be take strength. You got to take it. Take some strength, take some courage, and uh, it may be difficult. You may face ob ob uh, obstacles and opposition and trials and heartaches along the way. You may face some difficulties because whenever you try to do something for God, you're going to do that. But remember that all the faithful throughout all generations who also followed Christ also had to face some hardships. But watch this. Therefore, I love this verse, man. This is one of my favorite verses in the Bible right here. Favorite verse in the Bible right here. Therefore, since we are surrounded, God, you're surrounded. Did you, look, you, you're looking around right now like, what, what, huh, excuse me? Yeah, look, if you look, if you imagine in the heavenly realm, imagine the heavenly realms, that's what the writer of Hebrews is saying, that this great hall of faith, all these righteous ones who've gone before, therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, imagine a stadium filled with the righteous. Imagine the 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 uh, the faithful, um, surrounded by the righteous, like the whole stadiums. The whole stadium is 
filled with righteous people and you're running uh, on the on the track or you're in this in the on, on the on the playing field of life and it's filled with righteous people therefore since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles entangles and let us run man let us run 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 <laughs> run after god man run after god let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. You don't have to run somebody else's race, man. You ain't got to be someone else. You ain't got to try to be what someone else is and go after their dream or their calling or whatever. We just have to run the race that's set before us. And, um, and knowing that, um, that we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. So some of those witnesses you know personally, man, you think about those faithful people in your life, grandparents, loved ones, friends, mentors, Sunday school teachers, preachers, family members who love Jesus. They're in that cloud of witnesses and they're cheering you on. They're like, let's just use it, right? They're like, you can do it. You can do it. Keep going. Run that race that's set out for you because you can do it. Because he that is with you uh, will never leave you or forsake you. And what motivates you? You got to fix your eyes on the prize, man. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Not personal glory, not, you know, not our own um, trophy, but Jesus. He is the reward. He's the, he's the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. Watch this. Watch this. For the joy, he's the example for the joy set before him. He endured the cross. So what, what, was, what enabled Jesus to do what he did, like going through the cross? It was the joy. What was the joy? The joy was victory, and the joy was to be with you and to be with me and to be the firstborn among all creation. Wow. To, have, uh, to create a, the family of God. So that people could be saved and reconciled to God. That was the joy set before him. What was the joy set before him? To be reconciled back with the Father and to be uh, surrounded by all the redeemed. Mm. So for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Wow. Woo. That should inspire us, man, to live faithfully today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That should, that should inspire us to live faithfully for Jesus today. Because, for the, for the, because of the joy set before him, he endured the scorn and sat down at the right hand of God the Father. Yes. Yes. He's our example. He's the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. All right, one more. John chapter 15. Let's do it. John 15. I love this verse. One of my favorite verses in the Bible. I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it may even be more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. 
I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. That's what he wants for us, man. He wants us to bear much fruit. Yes. He wants us to bear much fruit. And if we remain in him, the promise is that we will bear much fruit. Um, I am the vine, you are the branches. In, if you're in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do remain, if you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you may bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Man, He wants you to bear fruit. He wants us to bear fruit. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. How about that today, man? Just remain in God's love today. Remain in the Lord's love. Mm. Abide in that. Just rest in that. You don't have to. You don't have to earn God's approval. You don't have to earn God's love. Just rest in the love of God. Man. As the Father's loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. Verse 10, if you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. So the evidence, the, uh, the, uh, that, that's the expression of love, right? That we do what uh, the one that we love would, would enjoy. Um, yeah. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no man than this, than to lay down his, one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know what his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. Man, you know that? You know God's called you a friend today? Calls you a friend. They call you friends. For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command. Love each other. Wow. Wow. Love each other. Some beautiful words there, John chapter 15. I didn't, you didn't choose me. I chose you. Man. I no longer call you servants. I call you friends. Awesome. Man, that's a great reminder today as we go out, um, that we go out to bear fruit, bear fruit that will last. And how do we bear fruit? Not by effort, not by striving, not by, you know, you know uh, human ingenuity, but by abiding in Jesus and being faithful because he will never leave us or forsake us. He goes before us. He's already there, guys. He's already there, whatever you're facing. So you know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for this word. Thank you for this time of prayer. I pray your blessing upon each and every person today. May you encourage them and strengthen them, Lord. Um, God, thank you for your holy word. God, we thank you for the calling uh, that you give us to, to go forward and to take new ground for the kingdom of God. And Lord, so we take courage today. And uh, we, we choose to be strong and courageous in doing the things that you've called us to do, just like 
the thousands upon thousands who've gone before us, who've lived lives of, lives of faith, uh, and most of which, uh, the, the best example of which, Jesus himself, who for the joy set before him endured the cross um, and uh, sat down at your right hand. So God, um, whatever we face today, we pray that we would do it with, uh, with the peace and the presence and the victory of Jesus, um, Lord, who is the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Lord, I pray for my friends today, whatever they're going through, may you encourage them and strengthen them and bless them today. May you uh, show them once more that you can do immeasurably more than they could ever ask or imagine through the power that is at work in them through your Holy Spirit. Lord, we love you and give you thanks. We ask your blessing for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of this. Um, I, I saw a few little bit of feedback that some people may have been having problems with the audio. Some thought it was fine. So I don't know. I don't know what, what the issue is. Um, I'll go back and check it out and see if there's some issues there. But thank you so much for being a part of it. Hope you have a great uh, Wednesday, uh, Epiphany Eve, and, um, and we'll, see you. we'll see you next time. God bless you guys. If you ever you want to give me some feedback about the podcast, you can always do that at Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Always love to hear from you. All right, you guys, we'll check you. We'll see you next time. God bless. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.